Hello, everybody. Welcome to Camel Call Good Friday. This is taped on Thursday, but I uh, hope you're getting a great start to your Easter weekend as um, it's a light home slate as Campbell will have home tennis and women's lacrosse on Saturday. With Evan Budrovich, I'm Chris Haymeyer, and spring is awesome in so many ways, and we say this a lot on this show, but it is really front and center right now as I think last week we said all of our teams were in first place in the Big South in the spring standings. All of them are still in first place, and get this, if you combine the conference records of softball, baseball, men's tennis, and women's lacrosse, you have a, let me do the math real here, a 23-2 and two record. So not only are our teams in first place, they're really dominating at this point in the conference season. We had asked about baseball and softball. Okay, great start. Will they continue and, and play well? And so far, they've done that. I mean, the way softball continues to pitch, yeah. we'll see how many games they play this weekend in Charleston with some tough weather, but they have a chance to run the table all the way up until that Longwood series. I think it is early, but if you understand the Big South Conference schedule for softball, there are four teams in the mix. USC Upstate, PC, Campbell, and Longwood. PC and USC Upstate, Campbell win a a combined 6-0 against them. So Campbell swept the two best teams, quote-unquote, preseason at least in the Big South, and then they will play Longwood, who right now is a game behind them in the standings. They will play them... Um, the last series of the year. So really, if they can hold serve, if you will, and do what they do, and it's it's tough to go undefeated in softball, but they're in really, really good position setting themselves up, which could be another special year. So they try to win their third straight regular season title. To have three peats on both sides of campus, right? That, that's hard because there yeah. was a run with soccer where the men three-peated and the women, I think, had two titles. To have your counterpart sports three-peat, that's incredible. You know, women's basketball had their run of three straight regular season or tournament titles. You had to kind of piece it together. To win three in a row in any sport is hard. Remember, cross-country had their six-peat of tournament championships. To get to three in a row in any sport with the transfer portal – with players moving on, graduation, that, that speaks to the culture in softball. I mean, and, and that's why the, the spring is so fun, because you, you talk about that. And then we go to our baseball team, up to 14th in the, in the rankings, um, a loss at Duke, which is something that doesn't hurt you. Um, they are still in the top 15 in the country in RPI, 14th overall. And they're a perfect 9-0 and in the Big South Conference. Like I say, it, it's tough to go undefeated in Diamond Sports. It's tough to go undefeated in Diamond Sports, but Campbell has only lost three conference games. You have to go all the way back to um, the, the the season in in 2021. They're 56 and 12. It's, it's unbelievable. In the last four years of yeah, conference. So they've yeah. averaged about four conference losses a season, which when you play 24 to 27 of them a year, yeah. to only lose four a season is incredible. They, they are doing it in a shorter amount of time, but they are what Coastal Carolina was in the Big South Conference, a team that was ranked in the top 25, a team that rarely lost in conference play, let alone lost a series, and a team that was in the NCAA tournament every year. And, oh, by the way, they won the national championship in their last year and the their Big last South. day in the Big South. That is true. That is true. It was uh, it was just amazing. But would it but be they fitting if the Camels in their last week with of the, the national Big South championship go to the that, you know, College that World be, Series? That wouldn't be a bad thing. Just projecting a bad thing at all. But but you talk about softball 
you know, has won two straight tournament and regular season titles. The Campbell baseball has won four straight regular season, three out of the last four tournament titles. But then, you know, you, you take it a, a step further to we are getting in, believe it or not, where we're talking about how some of these teams, you know, early in the conference season are on top. It is conference tournament time, and it starts next week as women's golf will be going for their seventh straight title. They've won six in a row. They made it to the NCAA tournament eight straight times. On the men's side, the men have won two out of the last four, but they have gone to the NCAA tournament four straight times. So you have all of these stretches and all these teams that aren't only winning this year, that not only won the year before, but has won really in the last half decade our spring sports have been dominant and there's and there's no other way to say it and they are and they are still dominant and prepared for that as they go into this year it's going to be a lot of fun you know we mentioned tennis the men's tennis team that is trying to defend their regular season title they are scheduled to play right now as we tape this on Thursday afternoon on Saturday here at home I don't know with the way that the weather looks it might be pushed next week but taking on a Radford team that on paper, they should And be. a Radford team, they've met in the finals three of the last four years. No like, doubt. That's a program, you think of good tennis in the Big South. Yeah. Asheville, when they had the doubles tandem, that won the national title. And then Radford, they've battled back and forth the last three years. Yeah, and, and not as strong this year is Radford. So, so if Campbell can take care of business there, they will secure um, at least a share of another regular season title. The women who over the past two years have just been had stricken with tough luck. It was COVID last year. They couldn't go to the tournament the year before that. One of their players had a, had a, a father die because of COVID and, and they chose, they were, they were a pretty good team that year and could have challenged for the title that they chose not to be in uh, on the tournament. So uh, they have a, they have a chance to secure um, a top four, four finish as well. Um, Just amazing. Uh, of what of what these teams have done and and I talk about how this is a fun time of year Evan when you talk about what's coming up there is I'm pretty sure that I looked at this going all the way down bigsouthsports.com you won't have to go there very all much the tiebreakers yeah. well no but but there is a conference championship in the big south from here through the end of May it starts next week uh, the women's golf championship how it works is you have stroke play the 12th through the 14th the automatic bid is with match play on the 15th they basically did that because Campbell was running away with these conference tournaments it was over after day one year one. I went to cover yeah. it I think it was an 18 with Stan Amel, Stan yeah. Cole our associate athletic director yeah Campbell won by 36 strokes yeah they play three rounds and you take your top five scorers yeah. and you add the points a 36-stroke difference. Now, last year in the playoff, they had to go to an extra hole, and Emily Hawkins hit the game-winning putt, if you will, yeah. to defeat her opponent, and Campbell got enough points to win in bonus golf. So there's no guarantee come playoff time you win, but obviously with the higher seed, you face the lesser opponent. Every team in golf goes to the conference tournament, unlike the rest of the spring yeah. sports where it's condensed. So if you play well in your round robin and your pool play – then you get an opportunity in the playoffs. Yeah, and it's just uh, it's just incredible going for seven straight. Again, it doesn't matter what conference you're in. It doesn't matter what sports you play. That is just just incredible as they will be going for that. That's next week. That's in Greenwood, South Carolina. They've actually changed it up. They're having it at the old place where they usually no do more for the men's golf. They do for men's. Okay. Um, coming up the week so after. So 96 South Carolina yeah. is out in the country. It's as small as it sounds. You literally will drive five and a half hours from Bowie's Creek and think you're there, yeah. and there's another 30 minutes to go. It's a great course. Great course. It's a long way away. It's a long way away. Um, 
men's tennis um, coming up. They will be playing their championships uh, the week of April 21st. So were the women, women's lacrosse. Um, will be the the first week of May, then outdoor and that's track still and where field. top two seeds host. Yep, or is and it just number one? The now? number one seed oh, now for one. women's lacrosse. Everybody's doing it different. Women's track and field, men's track and field. That'll be in Winthrop May tenth. Softball will be at Radford. Radford will probably not even be participating in it as they just take the top four. All, all the spring sports taking the top four, except uh, track and field and golf, uh, as you talked about. And then and then baseball will be at High Points Minor League Baseball Park, Truist Point, which is a pretty nice place to see a game and where Campbell won the championship last year, May 25th through the 27th. So there you go, Evan. I want to do the math, but I believe Campbell can clinch their spot in the Big South Baseball Tournament in like That's, three weeks because <laughs> yeah. they're already 9-0. and yeah. uh, As I look at the latest standings, they have a seven-game lead over fifth place. So barring a Herculean collapse sure. with Longwood and UNC Asheville catching them, I assume the Camels will be in both those baseball and softball tournaments. Yeah, it's interesting. Upstate only has one loss uh, in there. So to see Campbell uh, going down to Presbyterian this weekend, a, a big, not under the radar for those that follow Campbell or, or really college baseball, but a top 20 ranked Coastal Carolina team will yeah. come in here to Bowie's Creek this Monday and Tuesday. So Monday at 6, Tuesday at 4, um, 4 is faculty and staff uh, appreciation day. With free a food, food truck free food provided by Justin food here. Truck, yeah, provided and by the And the last time there was staff. a food truck in Bowie's Creek, Jason Halter and I were calling the game. Sure. Tristan brought the tacos in at the top of the ninth right. inning. And you then the bottom tacos of the ninth, on air. Drake Pearson hits the game-winning home run yeah. against Air Force. So maybe that'll come into play on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, the 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 lucky tacos. I don't know if it's taco truck. I don't think it is, but it's a lot of uh, it's a lot of good stuff. So faculty and staff out there listening, four o'clock, come on by against Coastal Carolina on Tuesday, but then Monday playing too, and that that'll be big. It's now that time of year where Campbell. It looks like they're going to do what they have done and not lose very many games on the weekend in conference. Um, about building that RPI, trying to get a regional, trying to get a high seed. It's going to be about these midweek games. The, the two coastal games at homes are huge. Then they'll be at UNCW. They'll have Duke here at home. They'll be at Elon, at North Carolina, who's doing great this year. It, it's going to be a lot about these midweek games when it comes to, okay, what seeding can you get? Can you pull off, uh, can you pull off hosting a regional, everything like that? So, so interesting to watch. To your point, strength of schedule is split, your conference and your non-conference. Non-conference strength of schedule, 29th in the country. Amazing. Last year, they were top 10. And that's a byproduct of who you play and how their rankings are. Then their non-conference RPI, which is about half your schedule. You play 24 in the conference. You play 30 out of the conference. Is in the top 10. Yeah. So for me, if you're looking at it as a poll or a voter or you're building out your bracket, a lot of the metrics for Campbell speak very highly. Now, to host in the top 16, you have to finish with a good record. You have to play well. We've seen years where Campbell won 49 games, didn't get into the tournament. Won't it's be the case this year. It's also a bidding process as well. They don't automatically, if you're in the top 16 in RPI, you don't automatically get to host. There's a whole bidding process that Campbell is on top of. But just to let people know, you know, even if you finish yeah. number one in the nation and somebody else close by outbids and, and you, it's a for thing. fans who may not realize, too, there's part of it that, you know, our ballpark is very nice, and there's things we can do to add to it and adjust, but – when a 10,000-seat ballpark is offered instead, you know, the NCAA looks at some of those things. So don't be alarmed if 
we finish 15th and, and don't host it. There is, there is some politics behind it, too. Yeah, and they're going to put together a good as bid as they can um, to, make it, to make it enticing. Again, there's a long way to go, and, you know, the first part of it is you got to have a record good enough worthy, worthy of hosting, which what Campbell has right now. So it's just exciting. I mean, this, the, this dream year for baseball – just continues the fact that Campbell is is firmly in the top 25 and now as high as 14 they're as high as 11 and and 10 and a couple of other polls it's just uh it's just amazing it's it, it's a special special year which is kind of going to put an exclamation point for the time at what has been a an exciting run that had COVID thrown in the whole middle of it and to peek know. ahead for a second the CAA the Colonial has a two-bid possibility this year wow Northeastern is playing great baseball and then Elon is an at-large possibility. They have 20 wins. They beat NC State. They beat Wake Forest this week. So Elon comes to Jim Perry May 3rd for Bark in the Park Nights. Yeah. You see my dog Remington Lee Harvey Oswald sure. in attendance. That'll be that'll be good. Come come for the baseball. Stay for Stay the dogs. Stay for Evan's dog. He is risen. Happy Easter. There he is. Happy Easter, everybody. Thanks, and have a great and safe weekend for Evan. I'm Chris saying so long. We'll talk to you next week.